to the Paradise Paradox. Paradox. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Um, what's, uh, what's been happening, Aaron? Tell us about your little adventure um, jumping around the streets like a madman. I'm in recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was two days ago I, I joined um, 35,000 dancers of mm-hmm. various uh, indigenous Mexican Indian type uh, too many to name. I can't even name the group I'm in because I can't. The name is just, it's the Earth God, but it's pronounced in Aztec, which is. Huh. <laughs> I was thinking you, you couldn't say it because it's like a top secret confidential or, you know, uh, it's, a, it's, you can't speak the name. It's the, like, it's, it's like naming, it's like the name of God or something, but no, it's just because you can't pronounce it. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I haven't heard anyone pronounce it right. And you know what? I probably could pronounce it and no one would know. <laughs> but, you know, I'll be straight up. It's, uh, I'm going to look up the name so I can, I'm going to uh, attempt okay. uh, to say it in a little while. Um, but, you know, our, our groups, uh, the, we are Aztec con- conquerors. Mm. So, you know, a group of Aztec warriors. And the whole idea is that all the dancers... We, we meet up at the big cathedral in, in Guadalajara in the center of the city and we, we dance from there to the Basilica in Zapopan. Yeah, so, so it's like 20 kilometers, yeah? Well, it is now because they're doing the, the subway construction. Oh, Nor- right. Normally it's about five or something <laughs> or, you know, or maybe, uh, maybe 10. Uh, so the, okay, <laughs> so they didn't... They didn't uh, adjust the, the route. They're like, no, we have to go. We have to go there. Oh, um, you have to. Yeah, you go. Well, it, this is so a thing. It's no not matter just, how long it takes, we yeah. have to get there. <laughs> yeah. In, see, I, I wasn't aware when I started turning up to dance training mm. um, three months ago. Mm. I just thought, you know, it's like going to any dance class. We'll just go do some Aztec dancing. And yeah. it was a dream of Joanna's to go and join this dance one year, and um, although now she reveals to me that it's once you start, you have to keep going every year, <laughs> or um, <laughs> or something happens, God gets upset with you, uh, you're condemned to hell on earth, something like that. So you have to keep showing your commitment. Giant idol of Olmec drops on you as you're walking down the street. You see how big those are? <laughs> they would never find you. Uh, okay, it looks like it's. Uh, this earth god is Tlalteculi. 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 Okay. There it is. Um, <laughs> so, but the, this group that, uh, that we started dancing with, there's about 200 of us, and we were mixed in with about 35,000 others that we had danced down the, down the road. I didn't realize until I saw the photos later, but actually in front, there's, there's big church groups um, monks and um, priests and other Catholic peoples. I'm holding, and, and they they follow this this van that's made to carry the the Virgin of Sapopan, or the Virgen de Sapopan. It doesn't sound right in English. <laughs> um, the problem is, you know, I'm not I'm not exactly um, 100% Catholic, so you know, sometimes it costs me a little bit of effort. To understand the beliefs that these, that you know, that the Catholic people have, 
for their virgenes. And I know we've, we've spoke about it because I'm not sure if, if you get it either. It's like it's a phenomenon that mm. Catholic people have. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And we have some, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another time because there's some interesting aspects to oh, it. It's, it's deep. Yeah. Uh, and I talk to a lot of Christian people that I, I meet in Mexico and, and they, you know, they're, they're a little bit off-put by the fact that I went to dance. Mm. Um, and sometimes they, they say, you know, or, or they, they straight out with, you know, you know, it's all bullshit, right? You, you've read the Bible. There's no, nothing about idolizing birkenes in the Bible. And I was like, yeah, but... Wait, who's, who says that? Because this is, you know, we're in Mexico and most of, most of the Christians you meet are Catholic. So... Yeah, but I, I'm, I meet um, ex-Catholic Christians. I see. Yeah. Um, I see. Well, there, there's, there's a guy that sells uh, jelly in front of my house. And, mm-hmm. um, you know... Mr. Jelly. Uh, I believe his name is Gonzalo. He's, you know, he's a nice older guy, but he, he likes to preach the Bible a lot. Uh-huh. And, you know, me being a nice guy, I usually listen to him. You know, because it's good. It's good, right, to get to know the street folk. Mm. Um, and he, he's straight out with, you know, you read the Bible, 2 plus 2 equals 4. You go to the Catholic Church, 2 plus 2 equals 10, or whatever you want. It's okay. <laughs> and, you know, that, that, that's his point of view. Um, but I, I know that um, Joanna's Catholic, her family's Catholic, um, Mum's Mexican family is all Catholic, and I don't think it's by choice. Mm. I think it's just because they grew up here, and that's that's what you grow into. Yeah, you grow you grow up learning that two plus two equals ten. Um, Nothing wrong with that. It's just a cultural difference. <laughs> well, um, yeah, okay. So, so the Catholic Church has had its criticisms over the years, and mm. will remain to for as long as I, I think you know mm. people can add up according to that example. Um, but what, what, I, what I realized here is it really comes down to the individual and what they, what they believe. Um, and I believe that everyone has their own, their own truth. Like, you know, we should respect what everyone believes. And when, when you've got that many people that crowd together believe in the same thing, mm. there's an energy there. Like, the people create that. And uh, that's, that's pretty powerful. Mm. Um, from my personal experience, um, I, may, I may have been halfway, maybe 10 kilometers into this walk, and you know, by this point, my feet are a little tender. I, my, my legs, well, you know, I'm, I'm fine, but my, my legs are a little bit numb because we're doing this, this dance, which is maybe like three, three steps and a hop for every second, and you're constantly just bouncing on the spot. Um, at the time, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm in boxing training, so, you know, I'm just doing the dance. But you, you, you're, you slip out, you slip out, and you go into these like trance where you're just doing the same motions, like your body's doing it, and you're not, you're not consciously thinking about the steps anymore. So, you know, when you're 10 kilometers in, it's like the same repetition. You could be 15 or five kilometers. You know, you lose track of where you are. It's only that I know the, I know the track. So I was like, okay, I'm about halfway. So, you know, and and I'm starting to. Not get tired, but I'm getting I'm getting sore, in in a way like you know mainly across my my shoulders, and and back. But you keep doing it. Um, I also did it barefoot, so mm. occasionally I'm, I'm flicking 
bits of glass and things out of my out of my foot. Like only only little bits, but you feel it. Like you step on a bindi, and it's like that's that's not good. I've got ten kilometers to go. You know, I can't can't take this punishment. Or you hit some gravel, and it's like just in the ball of your foot, just where you you don't need it. But because you you're numb to it, it's like the shock gets you, but then it goes just away. where the, the the point in in exactly where you don't want to have glass sticking into your flesh. That's where it hits you. I, I, I know I've got a lot of places <laughs> on my body like that, actually. Yeah. yeah it, it was, it was, it's insane. It's insane because you're dancing, you're fatigued. Oh, we started 11 o'clock at night mm. as well. It's like, so, you, and we did an hour at 11. It's now one o'clock in the morning. I'm ready to go to bed. And we're out in the cold standing in front of, out on uh, Bayarta. Yeah. And it's like, there's nowhere to, there's nowhere to, to lay down. Like, you know, I, I found, I went and laid on the grass. It's actually quieter. It's, oh, okay. okay. No, it's, 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 it's the same. <laughs> nitpicking. Yeah. It's, it's the same street. It's the same you're street. Right. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how far up or down I was anyway. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, well, because we, we all got, we all got organized. All the, all the dancers in their, in their groups. We danced for a bit, you know, show off our, our three, four dancers. Yeah. And then, uh, then we just chill for five hours in the middle of the night for no reason. And then at five o'clock, we started to, to do the dance march. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I, I told you, I was, I was wrecked. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't sleep all night. We just, yeah. we danced 20 Ks. Um, and so I get to the other, the other end. And as we're coming into Sapopan, there is, there's thousands of people each side of the road looking at you. So, and you know, and I'm not, I'm not thinking anything. I'm just marching through. Um, and this, this energy just hit me like, you know, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the night before here I am hand painting my, my, uh, loincloth <laughs> because, you know, I wasn't, I mean, you know how much that stuff costs. I wasn't going to go out and buy like a costume. Well, you, I'm sure you could get like something from, uh, La Paracina, the, the, the textile store and uh, like buy like a Mexican flag, um, cloth and, and put it around. <laughs> or you know something with Dora the Explorer on it, or uh, okay. no, who knows Some, oh. something authentically Mexican? Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So half Pepper, half half Dora, just well, to show exactly what you're all about. Yeah. Represent Australia and Mexico. Okay, I, I didn't realize that these feathers were very expensive. Like mm-hmm. those headdresses, the big ones. I think is yeah. my profile pic at the moment. That's maybe a twenty thousand peso headdress that that I borrowed for the photo. Oh, okay. I was wondering how you how you pull that out of your you know out of your rear end. Those feathers are two hundred and fifty pesos each, like the, the big ones. Right. Um, so this is like fifteen dollars a feather um, to make this huge, beautiful headdress. Just, yeah. Make sure you send me the photo. Yeah. yeah. We'll put it up. Um, so I, I didn't wear a headdress this year. I thought as well. I thought you know I'm the new guy. You know I don't need to be rocking up with with this you know big expensive headdress. It'd be yeah. cool if every year I, I'm building this, so you know I build up. Yeah, every, every year you have a new feather until you until you've been doing it for fifty years. So you see some old men. Then you're chief of the tribe. Yes, that's the way it should be. Yeah. So uh, I didn't invest in any any feathers except for a couple that I pulled off my dream catcher and I wore yeah. on my <laughs> wore on my arms. I thought that's that's my feathers. Okay. Um, but anyway, I see so here I'm marching down the road. And I'm thinking about the time, you know, I'm laying there painting my, because I just bought some normal, some normal uh, material, manta, um, which is just cream, like material, 
real mm. basic. And I, you know, I folded it up, I stitched around the outside, put a button on it. There, bam, simple. And, and you know, no one had, you know, no one, I think people are embarrassed to wear something like that. Something so, you know, because people like to show off. Yeah. Like everyone's got these like colored, glossy, you know, shiny uniforms that they probably spent a couple thousand pesos on and I spent 50. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I guess the important thing is that, that, that you made it. I mean, it's not. It's more about doing doing the dance and. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm gonna upgrade next year. I'm gonna okay. get super simple. Maybe I might get some more like you know those nuts and make the noise. Yeah, well, you know, go to the like go to the sastaria, like the seamstresses down, downstairs here, and just ask them. Oh, can you make this into shorts or something? Mm. <laughs> They'll probably do it for fifty pesos. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. I don't I don't think I need to invest. And I thought you know to make it extra special because you know a couple of the guys. Um, that they knew that I was going like you're gonna go barefoot like that's pretty hardcore you're gonna if you yeah. do if you do barefoot that's like that's what the that's what everyone's like really dedicated to mm. so anyway so I said okay yeah sure why not of course I'm going of course I'm going barefoot mm-hmm. um, and and I did um, but when everyone's everyone's looking at me and they look at me and like you know no feathers I got I got some paint on because you know no you like you know no. Uh, I didn't have anything on my shoulders or anything. Mm. And then they look at my feet and they're like, what's this, what's this guy doing? And as they were looking at me, I, I felt like this, this hit of energy. And, uh, you know, I, I could have, I almost, I almost cried. And I was mm. like, maybe, maybe four times, like it just, it just hit me. And I was like, just keep breathing. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't be seen crying out here in front of all these people. How embarrassing. Yeah, but I guess that's, that's, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's a difficult thing to do to, to let go of your self-consciousness to that extent. But I, I think that's kind of, I think that's, that might be the point of it, like to get, enter into that trance and feel some kind of divine blessing or, you know, peak experience. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And, you and let yourself go with it. Yeah. You, you do, you lose track. And, in you know, one minute I'm thinking about, how embarrassing the design on the front of my, my loincloth is. Mm. And then I'm thinking, uh, you know, I, I, can see, I can see like uh, people tap other people and point out to me and then mm. point at my shoes and then uh, people are taking photos of me. Mm-hmm. And it's like I've got all these, all these observers or witnessing, you know, my, what, I, what I'm doing here. And, and then I started thinking, you know, I don't even, I don't, I don't really believe that by uh, by this this dance that you know I I pray to the Birken and, sh- and she's going to complete or, or give me everything that I that I've asked for. Mm. I I don't exactly believe in that, but the belief that other people have mm. when they when they're looking at me it, it it was quite intense, and I still don't know what to make of it exactly. Okay, so that's, I, uh, that's, I that's kind of that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, well, this is okay. Actually, I, I can relate to this because this is like a, a similar thing to when I used to do amateur theater, and you you go up on stage all night. And I think this, I think there are a few factors involved here, at least two, maybe maybe more. But one is like you're doing this performance, and and say you're you're actually transforming yourself. For, for a short time into somebody else or ent- you're entering a trance um, and it, it does put you in this state of flow when you do it right and it's very intense 
and sometimes you go, uh, you get off stage, and then somebody look at look in your eyes, and they're like, "You're on some fucking shit, man," <laughs> and you're like, "No, just I'm getting into the flow of it." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and, and so that I mean, that's one aspect of it because you're you are ch- you're entering this this strange area of consciousness. And, and I remember Keith Johnson talks about this in improv, where he gives these extreme examples where they're doing Comedia del Arte, uh, and this this form of theater where they they all wear masks. And Johnson says it get, it gets to the extent where um, you're you're wearing the mask of of a certain character or archetype, uh, and the, the the mischief the the troublemaker archetype and, and it gets to the point where you you tackle someone in the round tackle someone on stage uh, and you someone will ask you why the hell did you do that and you you will say I didn't do it that that was the mask <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and then the other thing like you're talking about the this um, the the attention because this this flow of energy because when you say that where awareness flows, energy also flows. So when people are focused on you, that's the like maybe the morphic field reaching out towards you and giving you some kind of energy. And that's a that's that's another factor. I I, I believe it's a factor, but that's a you know that's a little less. Uh, it's it's a little <laughs> less scientific, I guess than. The flow, flow can be explained somewhat scientifically, but the flow of energy um, from attention, that, that's, uh, that's not yet explainable scientifically. No, but I mean, there's many cases. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's, there's knowledge of it. Like yeah. there, there, yeah. Was, there was parents tapping their kids and, and sending fruit in my direction. You know, give me guavas or guavas, uh, whatever. Yeah, as as I'm handing them to you, not throwing, <laughs> not throwing them at you. <laughs> no, no, I, I I don't think I could catch it. I wasn't suck shit, Aaron. I wasn't you, wearing my glasses. You fucking fake Native American. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Get out of our country. <laughs> so, hey, I got my birth certificate now. I was born here. Uh, no, look, those kids, you know, running alongside me, giving me fruit. So you know, I like cut up oranges, and I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm playing football again. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm, I'm marching off time. I'm marching along, and it's like you know I can't feel my feet. It's you know I I'm not even in control of what I'm doing anymore. Mm. It's like, I'm not even I'm not even thinking about this. You know I'm I'm, I'm focusing on trying to breathe so I don't start tearing up as I'm chewing on this lemon. Um, it, I can't explain that that level of of energy. But the thing is, I I don't think it was from the the birken the, the sapopan. And, and even though I probably consider myself more Christian than Catholic, mm. um, there's different levels of perception here. Like, am I just going to a party? Am I just mm. dancing? Am I partaking in, in, a, in a dance to achieve some kind of flow state? Mm. And, and now, for that, who do I say thanks to? Maybe just, just saying thanks is enough. Because when, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful. It was, it, was cool. it was cool to be part of it. But at the end, we do this ceremony, and then everyone chants "Eles Dios," like He's God. Yeah. And uh, you know, sometimes to be funny, you know, I might say, I might end with, "And I am He." 
um, which usually upsets Joanna. But, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's all in good nature, right? Like, you know, I can't upset anybody. I don't think. even work grammatically. <laughs> uh, no, well, never mind. In, in Spanish, <laughs> él es Dios y yo soy él. Yeah. In Spanish, it works. Okay. I think. I, I, I'm not sure. If, no, never mind. I, I, never, I, never went to, I never learned Spanish in school, so I just make it up as I go. But it's like if, if, if someone knocks on, on your door, you don't say, is, is that you? You say, uh, eres tú. Are, are you you? Kind of, that's almost what you say. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and if you, in, uh, I knock on your door, hey, Aaron, soy yo. I'm, I'm me, or I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, never mind. Um, yeah. no, well, English and Spanish don't really go together. Yeah, yeah. But we, uh, but we just use it. We just talk. <laughs> um, well, so, so that, that was my last, my last couple of days. Um, we ended up, I got, I got home, I slept, and then I went back out and danced a couple more hours. And now, even though the bottom of my feet look absolutely fine, the bones on top of my feet my knees and my hips are ruined. Like, I, I, just, I mean, they're, they're just sore, like as if I played football. Mm. Like, I just, I just feel like I'm bruised inside out. But other than that, everything's all good. Bruised inside out. Okay. This should be the name of your autobiography. <laughs> I, don't think I, was, I don't think I was touching the ground. Like, I was mm. flying. Actually, I have a photo. I'll send it to you where I'm not touching the ground. It's just like two feet. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm, I'm just hovering. Okay. I mean, obviously, I've, I've hopped or stepped, but the photo is like, oh, right. this guy's okay. <laughs> flying. Okay, that's cool. All right, cool. Uh, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, that's, that's my story. Cool, that's a good that's, story. That's what I did. Uh, so, my name's Kurt Robinson. And my name's Aaron Battle. So, hit me up on Twitter at Trouble Bubble. And you can catch me at Battle AZ. Yeah, B A T T L E A Y Z E E. And Aaron on, on Twitter, he needs it. He's a distinct lack of followers. It's pretty lonely out there in the Twitterverse. I don't know how to use Twitter. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still learning how to reply. <laughs> uh, and uh, jump onto, let's see, jump onto YouTube, press like on YouTube. Jump onto Facebook, press like, hover over the like button, press get notifications and uh, jump onto iTunes, subscribe on iTunes, or Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, so you can stay up, up to date, uh, keep yourself informed with the nonsense that we talk about, and jump on over to theparadiseparadox.com so you can have a look through our, our, our backlog. We've got a lot of cool stuff that we talk about, Mexican culture and archaeology, wacky theories and uh, weird science. And uh, you, you see at the top, it's got a donate button or you just head to donate.theparadiseparadox.com. So, we're, uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've been getting some good donations. So thanks, thanks to Brad and thanks to, to Angie for uh, give, giving us some generous donations there. We really appreciate it a lot. And uh, you can also, if you're going to buy something from Amazon, especially if you're in the United States of North America, you can jump on to uh, jump onto the paradiseparadox.com. You see at the top, it's got shop Amazon, so you can head on over there, and maybe buy some books about Native America, something by Graham Hancock or what's that guy's name? Melchizedek. Drunvalo, <laughs> uh, Melchizedek. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe something like that. Um, and have a beautiful day. Keep shifting.